studios of Fox Sports Knoxville. This is 3 and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. To the end zone and caught for the touchdown, McCoy. Milton to Brew McCoy. Milton going to take a shot wide open and just strut in his Keaton. Joe Milton does it again. That's formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heupel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Rick Barnes, Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a slow shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Victory Monday edition of the program. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's Houston Cress. I'm Nate Hodges. That's a bunch of damn winners. <laughs> yep. Intern Brett's on the That's uh, what board. we are. Welcome you today on the Big Orange Philly phone lines. What? What are you laughing about? No, it was a game so good. Hickman couldn't even come in because he didn't have anything to complain about. Mm, sad. Yep. Oh, I mean, you beat a top 25 team. Yeah, you did. You know? T- take that, Negavals. Mm-hmm. Of which I am the king of. You're going you're gonna to have to talk to your constituents. I mean. I mean, how can they complain after that? Yeah, how can they? That's a great question. It is kind of weird because we're about to complain about it a lot. And, I mean, you did beat a top 25 team. Did we? <laughs> did we? <laughs> See what I mean? Exactly. Nailed it. 46 to 43. No, that was not the halftime score. <laughs> yes, Tennessee, Alabama on the gridiron had a higher total score than this game. But Tennessee gets it done against the Perlinistas. Take that, all of you people. Mm-hmm. All of you people. All you pearl folks. Pearl people. <laughs> Just couldn't wait to get old Bruce back. <laughs> 43. If 
this offense. If he had our team. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Tennessee from the uh, three-point line, a big 9.5% make. That's 9.5% from three. Tennessee wins it, though, by shooting a whopping 27% from the floor. Mm. And out-rebounded Auburn, 47-42. to 42. Only nine turn. We turned the ball over nine times and scored 46 points. Unbelievable. This is the flattest, saddest game flow chart I've ever seen. <laughs> it, like, barely goes up at all. We can't shoot, Houston. <laughs> I've never seen one this flat. God. At least they avoided those really long lulls. Right. It was a very steady climb. <laughs> <laughs> Just slow and steady. A steady, steady slog up the... 9.5%. Hey, I don't know what you're laughing at. This is a great comeback win. We were down 8 to nothing. Which <laughs> doesn't sound like a lot, but 8 points in this game, kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I mean, really, really, you had this game in hand, you know? I mean, you were up by like 6, you know? We had an 8-point eight, eight lead with 8 minutes to go. Oh, Auburn over. didn't have a prayer. It's over. Uh-uh. They almost stole it. <laughs> Do you think they it was a foul? Stole it. Do you think it was a foul? I think yes. I think it was a foul. If if, if I'm not a Tennessee fan, that's probably a foul. If, if that's if if that's Vescovy going up and Johnny Broom sliding underneath him, that's a foul. Um, did Wendell Green hurt himself by flailing around all game? Absolutely. Were the are, are is the state of officiating the worst it's ever been? It and might be. Were there yeah. calls that were just god awful both ways throughout the game? A hundred percent. Somebody thought it was a moving screen on that guy that gave it to Wendell Green. Ah, maybe. I mean, but still, that was you could, that was a foul. You could. The problem I have, and then he almost made it, <laughs> is the, the the officials just the consistency is insane. I mean, obviously Tennessee fans can point to Johnny Broom celebrating one way, and then Nurse Plavsic doing the exact same thing, getting a T for it. Apparently, uh, apparently it was because Plavsic looked. At, is it Johnny or John I? No, I don't know. I like Johnny. I like Johnny. Johnny Broom. Johnny Broom. Jan- this sounds good, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of a cop out. I, I think, do too. I think they. I think they. First of all, I don't like Plavsic's. He's too over the top. Like huh. he he he's too. He forces. He's he was forcing those officials to have to try and get control of the game. They tried to do it with a double foul call, which is dumb. You should never have a double foul. Any ref seminar will say, hey, you should never have a double foul. If you have a double foul, that means you missed the first call. Yeah, yeah. Um, they tried a double foul. That call, that didn't really work. I mean, those guys were going to go at each other the whole game, and they were just trying to get under control. So the next thing that happened, I feel like either way, somebody was getting a tee. It just happened that Plavsic scored. and Did the exact same thing that Johnny Broom thing. did. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they do in that at that point though. Blow the whistle and say, "Hey, he just did this. You're warned. You're both warned. Any more of that, yeah. either one of you are getting teed up. Maybe that's a better play in that situation. Probably. Um, at least it's fair. But it was it was stupid. I mean, I was talking to an Auburn fan who was uh, yesterday. Oh, did you call Bruce up after the game? No, no. Condolences different, and all that. Different guy. Oh. Um, 
but he was kind of laughing about the whole thing too. He was just like, "What? what <laughs> the, you know, what are this is ridiculous." But he said, "You know, last year Walker Kessler's like, you know, Mister Indiana, Mister Hoosiers, like doesn't really yeah. didn't really want to get involved with Wasich, uh-huh. but Broom is like, uh uh-uh, man, I'm going. I'm just going to hit you right back." And so it just it was just going to escalate till somebody got a technical, and I think Plavsic just had the got the bad end of the timing. But the the officiating, like you got to control that early on. If you don't want that to happen, the first time one of those guys chucks the other one, it's just got to be a, a regular personal foul. Mm-hmm. And then the next time, you got to call another foul. And then if each guy had two fouls, they'd be on the bench anyway, and it'd be controlled. But Plavsic is is a did I you didn't see this on TV. Somebody was at the game said Vescovy lit his ass up. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. I didn't see it, but apparently he was very mad. Yeah. Just like, dude, what, like, play basketball. What are you doing? Well, we broke the record, and I don't think this one's fallen for a while. Popsich had uh, 12 points. No, sorry, 12 minutes. I was going to say, he did two, not have 12 points, bro. Two, two points. <laughs> he did not well, have Well, lots 12. of ones and twos floating around here because he, he had 12 minutes, one of two from the floor. Two points, two defense rebounds, one on offense, three fouls, three rebounds. He was even in the uh, Plausage category. Rebounds versus fouls. Doesn't matter because we own the record, Nate. The record. No no one can take this from us until they do. But I bet you if anyone takes it from us, it'll be ourselves. Okay, okay. That was All right. officially the lowest scoring game. In the history of the Southeastern Conference between two ranked teams. No, baby. We now own two of the top four lowest scoring games when both teams are ranked. Did we win the other one? I don't know. I don't think so. It was oh. against Kentucky in like 82. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe it was recently. 89 total points. Remember when we scored 99 That's ourselves like- <laughs> against Gonzaga? That yeah, was neat. That was fun. I thought when Triple J made a few shots to start the game, we were going to be lights out. I mean, you know, after we were down, ain't nothing. It felt like the lights were out. That's about how close we were on some of those shots, just shooting in the dark. Uh, by the way, I would never let if I'm a if I'm playing against Tennessee, Plavsic is never getting a layup or a dunk ever again. The yeah, you got to make a free. I throw. can't believe people haven't you realized just this. Hack a Plavsic, man. I mean, I might start fouling him when we're in the one and one late in the first half. Absolutely. Just put him on the line. Although, Especially in a game like this. I don't know, though. I mean, we really didn't throw, couldn't throw it in the ocean from regular run of play, so maybe him on the line was just as good an option. But if Tennessee's scoring well, I'm hacking Plavsic. I'm putting a guy in late in the first half when you're in the one and one and I'm just fouling him. Put him on the line. 0 of 3. It's a little harsh. Awaka, 0 of 2. The team went 10 of 17. Josiah. Four of four. Got to line twice. Yeah. Like How the, about that? Yeah, yeah, we said to do that. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what Plovsich is on the season? I'm telling you, Rick Barnes listens to the show. 12 of 33 from the free throw line. Plovsich is 12 of 33? Mm-hmm. I don't know what makes me more mad, that he can't shoot him or that he gets there what like twice that? as much as... Like 42% or something? Uh, is it that high? Maybe not. No, probably not. No, you're, no, I was way off. 36. 36.36.36.36. Yep. 
It's, those are our boys out there. But it's, That's what we needed. It's point three six points, though, per possession, higher than we had on Saturday. <laughs> probably I'm gonna not. guess no. Probably not. Even even with even at that forty six clip, a point a minute is just not just doesn't do it. You know, just not gonna get it done. Good in football, <laughs> statistically speaking. <laughs> Sixty minute game though, right? right so you know, yeah. you score really even forty would be good. Most games, yeah, most of them take that. Um. This is the saddest box score I've, I mean I've ever seen. I've seen some bad basketball. This is up there. I didn't know Ziegler did not make a shot the whole game. Of oh, ten. That's what. But he did hit those three free that throws. That surprises me. I mean, he, his like his you know his shot is fine. It looks yeah, good. It's no, good form. It's good shot. Like he he took pretty good ones. Like maybe the rim was too tight. He was. He wasn't just like jacking up a bunch of crazy I'll shots. I'll call over to Tim Reese later to see what the uh, what the bounce meter was giving him. You saw that little clip that was floating around of Kamal where he, like, just the way he makes his post move, it kind of knocks the Auburn player all the way into the cheerleaders, and he's literally wide open, mm. and he short arms it and misses it. No legs. Probably tired. <laughs> Wonder why. Him and Green were battling all game. They're like the same dude out there. Ziegler and Green, they're oh, point guard. Green. Yeah, yeah. I need Phillips to take more than three shots at some point. <laughs> he needs. Well, I, I mean, we need him at the was. line. Mm-hmm. He had zero free throw attempts. Ah, <sighs> two points. I feel like he always takes them like early in the game, and then he doesn't do anything. Mm. It does seem like he takes a shot early in the game. And usually, all play up for him yeah. now. They, they, they only played nineteen minutes. They're actually running running some more stuff. Are we running more stuff? Yeah, we are. This is us running more stuff? Well, yeah. Maybe we should run less stuff. Maybe, Maybe so. we're the idiots saying, hey, <laughs> save some stuff for March. Maybe don't. Maybe just don't do that. Do you think he practices stuff without the rims up in the backboard and just runs plays? Because, <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. The old ballroom I, tape job. You can run job. all the plays yeah. you want, but if you can't put the ball in the basket. it's <laughs> a good point. I mean, I... Maybe the plays are working, but we're just not finishing. I don't know what to say about this. Teams combined to go five of forty-eight from three. <laughs> this team is nineteen and four, and I am sick. <laughs> what is five of forty-eight? That's not. Yeah, true. I mean, I know it's going to change because of the loss to Florida, but there's a two by our name on this box score. I'm looking at a two, number two in the country. For another three hours. Still, I mean, they're not going to fall out. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. You're right. 19 and 4. I mean, Auburn was 12th. They're currently 12th in the country on defense. Like, they're a good defense team. Yeah, after they played us. (laughs) Well, I mean, they were were pretty good. They were like 20th. We jumped them eight spots. Are they really? What happened to our offense? I just don't know what happened because we scored 82 just two games ago against Texas. It can't be as simple as the team just got better defensively against us. I mean, it can, but Well, what's happened to Bruce Pearl? Because he actually had a great defensive plan. His offense sucks. Like, what is he doing? 
I don't know, Nate. What is he doing? I don't know. It's your boy. I'd be criticized. Dude, if, I, if we were Auburn Sports Talk this morning, I'd be killing him. How do you not win this game? After watching us at the end of the game, the way he pressed us, I would have been doing that to us more. Goodness gracious. How we does his team him. not jump into a press occasionally? He's lost his he's lost his philosophy. No fastball. Mm. But I did think it was interesting when they were talking to him about, or actually, they did they showed him during the timeout. And he was telling them, like, basically, do not help. Just do not help. Our bigs can help at the rim at the last minute. Basically, people are saying, do not let Tennessee shoot wide-open layups or wide-open threes. Anything in between those two things, let them shoot it. That's what, that's yep. what you want to do. And that's the play. And that's what everybody's doing to us now. And I thought when Triple J made a mid-range shot during that little come back early on i was like okay mayshack even made one it's like all right we'll get it going at least a little bit and then that was pretty much it it was just a slugfest mayshack might have been our best offensive player two of five <laughs> pretty good yeah and he had three offensive rebounds in seven minutes what is happening tyree key who yeah where transfers go to die. Okay. <laughs> we don't want him to die. Well, his career, you know what I mean. He goes to insurance with Ryan Klein. Vescovy's not right. Like, he, like, I don't know. He's beat up or something. No, he hasn't been the same since he re-injured his shoulder against mm-hmm. Kentucky. I mean, does he need to take some time? Not really do we po- need a wiffle ball practice? I mean, do we need to just lighten the mood up? These are we pressing? I mean, it feels like you kick you the ball. You think Rick Barnes is going to do a wiffle ball practice? You, you kick the ball to one of these guys wide open from three. No after chance. The way the game's gone this way, they're just not making it. Two of twenty-one. Remarkable. Mm-hmm. Was a sellout. Tennessee did not cover. Apparently, the the our fans just aren't loud this year. Oh yeah, who was uh, who was saying that that Billy, Billy Stats, yeah, Billy said it doesn't said, matter where the students are, they don't make noise anyway. Well, he also, I think it was still him. It might have been somebody else, but said that the players at one point, as I guess we did score a couple buckets, turned around and were like, "Get on your feet!" to like the fans like right behind them. That's the blue hairs, and they were just like. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <Just sat> there. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I feel like it gets mentioned usually, like in the preseason. Like, we need to move the students behind the benches, put them closer to the floor. Yeah. But this year, because we're good but not fun, everybody, everybody is saying, "Danny, tag Danny White, move him down there. Go, give us the home court advantage." It's like we've lost one home game in like three years. It ain't the it ain't the crowd. I mean, it can be, mm-hmm. but it's not like crowd can't make a three. <laughs> Put me out there. I bet I could shoot better than two of twenty one. Maybe not anymore. Back in the day, probably could. Yeah. You give me 21 looks at it. I'm hitting more than two. Mm-hmm. You and your urban jumper. Shouts out Terrell. Mm-hmm. 
whatever that means. Uh, yeah, Janeway's like, how can you get excited when you're only scoring 40-something points? Every basket is critical. <laughs> they meet, Every basket means more when you're only scoring 46. We got to get pumped up. Hey, at least one of those threes was a four-point play. That's true. True, yeah. Yep. Vescovy said he didn't even see it go in because he was laying on his back. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to do yeah, all It was the nice shots. to get the call. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, just just rolling along, really humming. We said we didn't want him to peak too early. Maybe this is a good thing. Yeah, there you go. I like it. I mean, I if, like we, it. if we were just crushing teams right now, I'd be worried. Oh, we're gonna run out of juice by right. the time you know March gets here. But now, nope, plenty in the tank. We're saving a lot of. We're getting our misses out of the way. But not our looses. Yeah, because we're still winning. I don't know if we're getting enough looses out of the way here. It feels like we lost. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Because it, it doesn't feel exactly the same. Like I definitely don't feel the way I felt after Florida. I right. almost feel worse, <laughs> but not. Like I feel worse about how we played. Well, the problem, but I don't feel like we lost. The problem is, you feel like if you're playing this way, like. You're going to get in the NCAA tournament, and you're going to have a game like this, and you're going to lose, and it's going to be way earlier than anybody hopes. I don't know if there's a team in the country we could have beat not named Auburn playing like this. Eh, probably Georgia, South Carolina, maybe Vanderbilt. Vandy scores, bro. No, not Vanderbilt. They score. We won't play like that against Vanderbilt. They can't guard anybody. Auburn's uh, projected to lose five of their last eight now. Their schedule gets tougher. Maybe they're just overrated. If they're overrated, then what the hell are we? I don't know. We're supposed to win all the rest of our games. Are we, like, are we we frauds? Like, I don't see that. Well, no. I mean, Brett Trios, two games ago, he scored 82. Like I don't. We're not, yeah, but we're maybe not, score yeah, maybe the Big Twelve's overrated. We're not. <laughs> well, even before that, we're winning games by thirty. And yeah, like I mean, twenty-one. No, that's what's crazy. Like, made shots. like I'm, I'm, I'm being stretch. facetious, but this team has the most twenty-point victories in a season ever, and they've got eight more games to go. Like they yeah. could, they could add more. Yeah. Yeah. Like no Tennessee basketball team has crushed their opponent as much as this one has all year long, and yet somehow, some way. 46 to 43. You won a game with your all SEC point guard not even making a basket. Didn't even make a field goal. That's crazy. I mean, we had a. Can't believe Hickman didn't show up to dog on ZZ this morning. I mean, we had people calling it the best Tennessee team ever. Many people did that. Yep. Many people. Like literally, literally though, many people said this might be the best team ever. I think it's a little bit of everything. I think this team is very inconsistent on the offensive end. I think they're very consistent on the defensive end. Yep. So I think when they're when they hit their lowest spots on defense, it does get very very frustrating. I also think the SEC is horrendous as an offensive conference. Uh, very much bad. And when you've played, but I do think the SEC is very good on the defensive end because a lot of really athletic guys. So no matter how bad a team is on offense. Say uh, Mississippi State, 
they can still play really good defense and you got you know you got a lot of pretty good coaches in the league so they're going to have the guys ready to play defense and so that's just that's just the way it is and when we've played a couple of the more offensive teams from the Big 12 you've scored more points and you've won those games and so now you're mm. you know and your schedule was front loaded with a lot of easier SEC games yeah you know Kentucky is typically a team that has some skilled offensive guys you didn't play well there you got beat Arizona had uh, has a good offense. They beat you. Florida hit a few shots, and when you play that poorly, that's going to be the difference. If Auburn had hit a few shots, you lose. Yeah, no one hit shots at all, and you won. Uh, Vanderbilt's going to be a unique challenge because you know you've already beaten them uh, one time, but like they don't really guard like an SEC team, and you scored on them last time and won the game, and didn't matter. That's the next one on Wednesday. Maybe that'll be a good thing. Maybe it's good that you're playing Vanderbilt next. Because you have to score. In that gym? They're going to let you score. But you better make it happen. Because then the schedule is actually pretty tough. Missouri, they, they, I mean, they said Missouri's a tournament team. Yep. Alabama. They're like a seven seed. Or they Al- were before this weekend. They lost. Alabama is one of the best teams in the country. Then you get Kentucky again on the road or up arena. Yep. You're going to get Texas A&M at their place dying for a win over a top five, top ten team, wherever we are at that point. I mean, there's four games in a row that you have the potential to lose if you don't play well. Then you get a break against South Carolina, but then the last two aren't easy either. Arkansas and Auburn At again. Auburn, yep. So the schedule's been pretty easy. I think that overrated Tennessee a little bit on the whole, like, best team ever talk. Yeah. it's We have a good basketball team. How good? We don't know yet. And how good can they be in peak? Who knows? Because Saturday was a horrendous offensive performance. Yeah. Defense showed up, though. You gutted one out. You won the game. You beat Bruce Pearl and on to the next one. You know, nobody's going to remember Saturday, February 4th. It's going to be what happens later. The reason it annoys us so much is we feel like this is just yeah. a symptom of something that's maybe a, a deeper issue. We'll come back. We're going to open up the Big Orange Philly phone lines. 865-546-8200. Off and running. Monday edition of 3 and Out. Welcome back into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios Fan Run Radio. It is three and out, winning uh, victory Monday edition of the program. Chris feels like we lost. Winning victory, yeah. Winning victory, victory winning. All good, sir. Back on the winning track. Yes, we are victorious. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, our defense number probably got better you know, as we try and set the record. <laughs> we did set the record. Lowest scoring SEC uh, game between ranked opponents of all time. All right. Well, got the win at least. That includes games that did not have a three-point line back in the day. So. <laughs> Which, it's like the three-point line made it worse because people tried more shots behind it in this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we should get a little closer. Maybe I'll, maybe we were wrong about discouraging the mid-range shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Brian tweets in and said the uh, the poor fan who had to hit the layup, free throw, three-pointer, and the half-court shot went 0 of 12 from three. 
So literally, the fans couldn't make a shot. Nate, you nailed it. Michael says he was at the game and was asked to sit down numerous times. To the Big Orange Philly phone lines we go. We've got Philly on the horn. What's up, Philly? You're on three and out. Good morning, Jones. Good morning, Philly. How we doing? How's it feel to beat Buck Carlton in a row? <laughs> it should feel a lot better, Philly. <laughs> like I, I feel like I should be a, a much happier person this morning, and I just hard to get excited over that one, but it was nice to get another victory. Yeah, well. It definitely wasn't a thing of beauty, was it? No. No. Not at all. Rick Barnes offense, it's uh, getting better, you know. I just don't I just I mean they have to be they have to be freaking out too, right? Like this the coaching staff has to get together yesterday and be like, What the What hell on are we earth doing? was that? The thing about offense though is it it the more you press, sometimes the worse it gets. Yeah. But what do y'all think uh, uh, they can do? Uh, I don't see much they can do. I think we have a really bad tendency to like we we'll, we'll go into a game with a plan, but like for Kumwa, for example, it's very obvious in this game. Hey, we're going to feed Kumwa. We're going to feed Kumwa right out of the gate. Did he miss his first five shots? Yeah, I think so. They looked horrible, didn't they? Something like that. And it's like, okay, maybe... Good looks. Maybe we'll... Yeah, they were good looks. Like, maybe we'll come back to that, but maybe let's try something a little bit different in the meantime. Uh, that, yeah, he just airballed a layup. That that was good. So I'm watching the, uh, like, extended highlights here. And, yeah, I just... He has... We're three minutes into the game, and he's taken four shots. Missed them all. Well, they've been trying to build him up as all SEC players since he's been here. I guess that they, they need to realize he's never going to be one. It's just weird. Like, I, like he was so good against Texas, and I don't know if they're still trying to like ride that because they tried to do it a little bit against Florida, but at Castleton was just, just too much. We missed twenty shots in the paint. Okay, he just hit his first shot at sixteen minutes. We missed twenty shots in the paint. Mm. Twenty, in the paint. You make fifty percent of those. That's 20 more points. <laughs> yeah. It's 66. Like, there are nine, like, right at the rim. Yeah. Nine misses. I mean, like, like all these circles are touching each other and touching, like, inside the restricted arc. Nine shots. Do you think we have a tired basketball thing? Like, I know we joke about that sometimes, but they do they have kind of looked a little tired the I, last two games. I didn't really think they looked tired against Auburn. Really? I really didn't. They just can't shoot. <laughs> but isn't that like the first thing to go well, yeah. if you got heavy legs? Yeah. I mean, I remember. Well, I remember Ziegler went from like twenty-four minutes a game coming off the bench, yep, and all yep. of a sudden it was like he plays forty. We win, and it's like, all right, well, let's not use, let's not just grind him into the ground. He hasn't, you know. Now he's been like thirty-eight, thirty-seven, like. I don't know, man. Well, remember I, told, I I came in here, I think before the show even started last week, and I'm like, why is Kumwad not getting up and down the floor? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I mean, he got beat by a guy who fell down, fell down. into the camera people. 
beat across half court. Yeah. Poor old Euros, uh, guy is a head case and he continues to miss foul shots. I, I don't know why Kamwa, I mean, on the, I mean, uh, Walker don't get some of his minutes. I guess it just depends on the matchup because Tobe got in. I think did he picked he up didn't two make fouls. Free throw either. No, he only hit one foul. Yeah, he was over two. Did make a shot though. And if he gets fouled, he's a pretty good foul shooter. Um, we just our foul shooting was awful. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, fifty eight percent. We play a good team. I mean, Auburn's not a good team. We're we're like Auburn. We're mediocre. Yep. Yeah, it definitely felt like that for a couple of weeks, but it's so weird. Like we'll 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 just randomly snap out of it, and then you look like a million bucks. You'll score eighty five, hold someone to fifty two, and then it's like, wow, where this bring this every night. Then they they do it for a couple of games, and they slip right back into these lulls where they just can't score. Yeah, but I've been watching a lot of college basketball this week, and there's a lot of bad college basketball. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's it's a down year. It's a down year for sure. A lot of transition in college basketball right now. Obviously, with you know North Carolina and Duke having new coaches, Kansas has been pretty pretty steady all year. We got Bayheim up at Syracuse. He's just whining and crying about everything these days. Oh, is he eighty years old? He'll retire. He should retire. Well, he uh, doesn't like the NIL, Philly, mm-hmm. and and that's why Kay and Roy Williams were like, "Hey, we're good. We had a, a good run. We don't want to have to deal with this mess. We're not going to be the ones that." Fade away and die on the vine because we don't want to do that. And I think uh, Bayheim needs to do the exact same thing. I mean, all cheating. Bayheim did all the years he's worried about NIL. I mean, well, yeah, because now everybody can cheat legally and he yeah. can't get away with it. The kids don't want to play in a zone anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, too. <laughs> or live in Syracuse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lord, Lord. Visit. We got a blizzard coming. <laughs> yeah, well, y'all are talking about schedule coming up. You. Uh, it's imperative Tennessee wins these next two games. Yeah. I mean, I felt like that about the game this weekend, and yes, they did win it, although it feels – it's almost more troubling to win it that way than if you'd have lost 85-84 or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you got to be able to hold serve. I mean, I think Tennessee can outscore Vanderbilt. I can't believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> But they should be able to outscore <laughs> Vanderbilt, and then at least you get Missouri at home because they've been really, really good in Columbia. But if if you can get these next two, that sets up obviously a very big matchup with Alabama on the fifteenth, and that, that that I think that's when you'll learn everything about this team, right? That that's going to be the night because Alabama's going to come in here, they're going to shoot thirty threes, and you're going to have to defend, and you're going to have to score against Alabama. You can forty six ain't going to get it done against Alabama, I promise you. So you play Alabama and Kentucky. Do you say Texas A&M? Yeah, Kentucky and A&M both on the road. Oh, good Lord. I... And then Auburn's on the road at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't – those three games, I don't see Tennessee winning any of them. Yeah. Yeah, but we win the games you don't expect us to I know. Win. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> Kentucky's probably the most winnable game. Yeah, I mean – But you got to go up there. Yeah. I think I'd probably rank Texas A&M as the most winnable. But that's just because – I think A&M's good, but I just don't think they have the athletes that Kentucky does. But that's 
I mean, that's what they were talking about the whole Florida broadcast. It's like, hey, this is team. They're hungry. They're trying to get in the tournament. They're they're fighting, and that's what you're going to get when you go to A and M. Like they're going to be. I mean, they're already upset about last year, and yeah. you know, there's. Hickman said it. Maybe there's a little bit of a revenge factor of, oh, this is the team that beat us in the SEC tournament. And we didn't get in because of that, but like that's not going to be an easy game. And especially if you go down there, like if you've lost to Kentucky and Alabama, like you're going to feel sorry for yourself and just let A and M roll over you. Wasn't it refreshing until she got a call at the end of the game? Do you think it was a foul, Philly? Ah. I- it could have gone either way. I mean, I've seen uh, I've seen worse than that. Not even called. Yeah. I, I it helped. That was seen, the last play of the game. I yeah. think so too. If that just if that's just a random play in the first half, they probably just call it, and no one's mad about it. Well, but, if he doesn't grapple him with his legs and like yeah. slide down like a coconut tree, I mean, he probably gets the call. But mm-hmm. instead, he does all. It's so Auburn. It hurt. It's so Bruce Pearl mm-hmm. that like he flails backwards, and I mean, it was just it was insane. Yeah, if he just comes down and lands kind of yeah. like into Kamwa's shins, you it's know? like well, he has to give you room to land, but you can't leg grapple him on the way to the well, floor. He jumped forward so much, he didn't give the officials a chance to see that Kamwa got into the space where yeah, he yeah. needed to land. Well, I guess the rest probably tired of uh, watching shots not go in. So uh, <laughs> that's a good point. I tell you what, I, he probably have missed a free throw and they yeah, lost yeah. anyway. How come Buck Pearl and two Auburn players are running after the referees and nothing has been, been said about it? And that's a good question. I mean, that? Pearl's usually uh, Pearl, maybe he was very respectful. <laughs> Pearl Pearl usually isn't protected. You know, I mean, usually people mm. they they kill him too. He's never been there a blue blood kind of guy. Kind of the opposite. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they're not yelling about it. Starting to look like Santa Claus, isn't it? I think <laughs> I think it's because no one was watching the game at that point. All, <laughs> all the national guys are like, screw this, I'm watching something. Yeah, else. that ref was like, Really, really, coach, you want to go to overtime in this one? You think your guy have made all three free throws, coach? He's like, No, we might have oh, yeah. missed one, tipped it in and won. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope we can find some offense. I don't know where. Maybe their only hope is for Julian Phillips to quit playing uh, like a three-star and play like a five-star. Maybe we're going to kind of do a a Hoosiers thing. Be like, you cannot shoot the ball unless it's, you know, at the rim. No no shots. Just everything. Just right through the backboard. Well, the the key is to let Phillips and Triple J they can at least create a shot, and that's the only hope you got. To give them twenty shots a game, and hope, hope for the best. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, see you. Thanks, Thanks Philly. Call. We'll come back. Final segment, hour one. Right back at, at you next. Final segment, hour number one. Victory Monday edition of the program, even if it didn't really feel like it. I don't, I mean, I don't know what to do at this point. You, it really, we can laugh at like Hickman for all we want for just saying, well, just wait till March. But in a way, I feel more like that after winning a game like this than even kind of losing because, because like, I don't, because I think you're right. Like I think we'll win one of these bigger games coming up and play a lot better. 
And I'll be like, well, I mean, if you do that in March, a few times in a row, all of a sudden you, you, you're reaching your goals. But, like, I don't – you just don't – we th- – this team, if you grade every team's performance, like, out of 100, and typical teams can play between, like, a 10-point range, like a pretty good teams between, like, a 90 and an 80, or 95 and an 85, that's, like, the range they can play in. Like, 100 would be, like, the best performance ever in the history of college basketball. Like, this team's level of performance is, like, you know, 91 to, like, 40. Like, the range is, is just insane. And it's even weirder because it's all offensive problems. Like, do they need to try and, like, actually run more to try and score some easy baskets? Should we try and press some? Should we run some run-and-jump half-court trap stuff? Try and get a steal and, like, a... <laughs> Josiah James is wide up and dunk. <laughs> maybe what are, we'll, what are you doing? Maybe it's a Kai wide up and layup. Like I, we can't even. Make, we haven't made. The, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's so bad. It's hard to even talk about. But there have been games this year where we've shot the ball pretty well. You know. Yeah. Or do you, I mean? Or do you just lean into this defense even more and say we're going to slow the game down even more? And we're gonna call plays, and we're and you guys. I do not want you taking a shot unless it's a great shot. Mm. Oh. You just say I want Phillips, and I want James, and I want Vescovy, and I want Ziegler at the free throw line as much as possible, because that I mean that is, inst- I mean that is points. Those yeah. guys don't miss yeah. free throws. That's what we said. I mean, Josiah got there four times to two trips, which yeah. is good. Made them all. I'd like it to be like ten. Yeah, we we. The great thing about coaching offense in basketball is n- you get to decide who shoots where and when. Mm-hmm. And like uh, B- Billy Stats texted me during the first half, dude. Th- what is up with this lineup? It was like Plavsic. No, Meshack, I remember. It. Yeah, Plavsic, Meshack, Key. Who was the other one? And at, 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 on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, that's a terrible offensive lineup. On the other hand, I'm like, what? Well, it shouldn't matter. Like, you can have you can have only two scores on the floor and three just defensive guys. If the three defensive guys know they're not going to shoot, it doesn't really matter. It's not like the it's not like our guys are so bad that like teams play a zone and don't even come out and guard us. Right. I mean, Plavsic is the only dude that people just stand in the paint against. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jimmy Dykes was right the other night. If that's the case, Plopsit should be out screening just guys like crazy. And what I've seen teams do when you when when we used to play that type of defense on a big is they'll just keep setting the screen closer and closer to the basket. Like, you don't have to set the screen at the three-point line. Set a ball screen at the elbow mm-hmm. if the, if the Plopsit guy's going to stand right under the rim. And then, I mean, you should really just be – one step to a layup if the guy's coming off the screen. But our guys can't even make contested shots around the basket. That's why Pearl and his... Can't make his, open shots around the basket. Well, and his talk is like, he's like, hey, just let the fives come over and challenge them late. I mean, there was a play where uh, Broom lost Kamwa completely. And Kamwa cut correctly. We made him the pass. And he went in to dunk it and, you know, got fouled. And I don't know if he made the free throws or not. But, I mean, that was a good... That was a great play. That was That was... Auburn not doing what Pearl told him mm-hmm. to do, and Tennessee taking advantage of it. 
But, I, I mean, I think Barnes will probably go the opposite way. He'll probably say, guys, when you're open, you've got to pull the trigger. Shoot the ball. We will make shots. You that, think that's what he'll do? That's what he's going to do. That's what he always does. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to do that. No, I agree. To say, hey, we'll just shoot our way out of it. Just make sure you're make sure it's a good look, and then pull the trigger. And if you miss it, who cares? Yeah. We're going to guard on the other end anyway. There should be no stress when these guys take open shots. Because you can score 46 points and beat a top 25 team in this conference. They proved it on Saturday. All the pressure should be lifted because of that. But I fear it goes the other way. You know, it's a slump is a slump because it gets into your into your head. You start pressing. You start, oh, i got to make this shot. That That is definitely what happens to this team. Like, every time we miss two or three shots in a row, we're going to miss six or seven, it feels like. Because we're going to, oh, it's got to be me now. And then they just lose confidence. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know where the SEC ranks in effective field goal percentage out of 32 conferences? Uh, well, three-point percentage, I'm pretty sure they were 32. I'll go 31. 32. <laughs> okay. Dead last in effective field goal percentage is the SEC. Dead last in three-point percentage is the SEC. Austin and Auburn helped that, didn't we? Yeah. I think it was already that, but... Yeah. We didn't hurt it. <laughs> Two-point percentage, 28th out of 32. Mm-hmm. Offensive rebound percentage, third. Well, so yeah. when the SEC misses... A lot of shots. We go get, we go get some rebounds. Well, of course. Beautiful. Yeah. We're just... It's, I'm sure part of that, though, is that the, the league is good defensively. Mm. You know, it, you can't really have one without the other. That's kind of tough. So, uh, where do we go from here? I don't know. We'll kick off hour two, talk about it next.